Okay, so we are going to <coughs> start the mimer, the Avram Zakin, which is Parashas Chayisara in Samachvav. So in order to understand what's going on here, um, as you know, Samachvav is a Hemshech, which means that there are, uh, as we know, uh, over 60 Maimarim, right, basically, that are coming together in order to explain different topics. It's been explained or noted that Samafab is like the encyclopedia of Hasidus, and it explains concepts over the course of these Maimarim to a level that maybe we haven't seen up until now in terms of its uh, clarity and in terms of its step-by-step process. Um, it was made specifically for the Bachrim in the Yeshiva in Lubavitch, in Tom Chetumim in Lubavitch, and it was considered like something, a completely new uh, light, basically. It was something that was, you know, people are always talking about learning through Samachvav and learning about Samachvav and in Samachvav. And it's one of these uh, um, major diamonds of the Hasidic literature that we have. Now, um, the way the Hemshech works is essentially the Rebbe has an idea that he wants to uh, explain concepts. Okay, now these concepts are not going to be limited by one mimer, right? Up until now, essentially, what we've done is we've taught, we've learned maimarim. And each mimer is sort of like a standalone mimer. It begins with an idea, asks a bunch of questions on the idea, it explains the idea, there's a conclusion to the idea, and we basically have a, uh, a full world in that one mimer, okay? What we have with a hemshech is that the Rebbe opens up with ideas, and then over the course of a number of maimarim, he breaks them apart in very, very explicit details. Okay, so the, the difference is, however, that each Shabbos that the Rebbe would say over a maimer, right, he would begin the maimer by putting in something about the parasha, you know, a few lines about the parasha, and he ends the maimer connecting whatever we talked about to the parasha. But that's not the main point of the maimer. If you look at, like, look at the Torah, Torah Or, you know, or many of the other Maimarim, it discusses much more about whatever the parasha is or whatever the, you know, Pesach or whatever the uh, Yom of the Pagra is, right? Whatever that concept is. So the way the Hemshechem work in terms of the practical pattern style is you have about three or four lines in the beginning that are asking questions on the parasha which he's going to really try to tie, he's going to tie it in, usually, most of the time, at the end of the mimer. <coughs> then he says, he brings the key words here, which say, like, Blahavin, or where is it? He says uh, over here, he says like this, Blahavin Mashin is Okay, those are the key words. That's like the signal. That now, uh, we want to go back to the discussion that we've been having <clears throat> over the past several weeks, several months, even several years, right, in some in certain Hemshech, right? So that then becomes a signal that we're going to have about another four lines, or three lines, four lines, something like that, which is now going to make a synopsis of what we said in the last mimer, not necessarily from the beginning of the last mimer, but from the end of the last mimer, you know, and essentially bringing forth an idea that we want to now develop to the next stage. That's the pattern of how the Hemshech works. 
So for example, here it says, like one, two, three, four, five, six lines down in the first paragraph, right? Up until this point, he was discussing the phrase, Avram Zakim Babi Yamim, right? We'll, and, we'll, and we can look at it in, uh, a little bit, maybe tomorrow in tomorrow's class, but I want to really discuss more background here. Right? Like we explained right above, and it says, right? And he's bringing out, he's bringing out the idea that he finished up the last Maimer with. Now, Bichlal, Samachvav, Bichlal, right? Samachvav is, is, is talking about this idea of bringing out Gilu Yalokus in the world, right? And Or Chadash, a new light, a Gilu that has not been seen before. This is the idea of how he, you know, he's been going through this whole description in bringing out. Um, bringing out this level. Now, if you go back to, uh, for instance, the second mimer, right, which uh, on, in our books is Yudalid, right? So that's where the first section, essentially, of the Hemshech begins, okay? And if you want to look at the second, right, the, the first paragraph, the Lahavin, or the first, the second paragraph, I should say, so the first mimer in Samach Vav is talking about, right at the end, about there's going to be this new light, and that through Torah mitzvahs that we're going to bring, etc. Gilu Yalokus in the world, basically. I mean, obviously it goes through a huge amount, more than that, and you can take a look at it on your own, or you'll have classes in Hashem in the future about the first mimer. It, you could talk about the first mimer for, you know, weeks, weeks, weeks. Okay? A lot to do there, but that's not what we're going to focus on. Then goes on to say, We have to first start off by what it says, Okay, so this is the Pasuk that we're going to be working on. Essentially, what it means is, The I never saw, and then it says the word Elohim. Now, usually speaking, Elohim is a lower level than Shem Havaya. Okay? Over here, that's not what he's referring to. Over here, he's referring to Elohim as being on a higher level. Now, the name Elohim is the concept of Helm, right? The concept of concealment, right? So the question is, what exactly is this level that we're talking about? And then he goes on in this mimer, right? What does it mean, my ayin lora? Also, what does it mean that I never saw it? Amar Abishim Nuri ze Aiden. This is the level of Aiden. Right, shalta That this is the level of Aiden, as opposed to Gan Eden. Right, and he goes on to explain basically during that in that mimer this concept of that there's a difference between Gan Eden and Aiden. That's what the that's what the beginning of this second mimer is discussing and showing that there's this level of Aiden that no eye ever saw, and even the Nishamas and Gan Eden are not reaching this level. And this is this Helam Ha'atzmi, right? This concealed Etzim Dika level that is way beyond everything. Now. If you go to page Kuv Base, okay, if you go to page Kuv Base, essentially this is the end of that first section of, of the Hemshech. What is the first section of the Hemshech basically saying? It's saying that there is the idea of doing mitzvahs. And in particular, doing mitzvahs, v'chol levavcha, v'chol nafshecha, v'chol miyodecha. Level of mysterious nefesh is Decha. Okay, then he comes to say that there's even a higher level, which is the level of doing mitzvahs through Kabbalah Sol Malchus Shemayim, right? That you're just doing it, 
Now, what does that mean? It means that because you're just doing it, it's coming from the etzim of you, essentially. I'm, I'm obviously doing a kitzer, you know, this is uh, <laughs> 100 pages of my marm here, right? But essentially, it's an etzim of you, right? So therefore, it can bring out the etzim from Hashem. And it's able to bring this out right through this idea of doing mitzvahs, which is Kabbalah's all. And it says now, let's translate now, right? Yaase right? Hashem is making it lemachakelo. So if you look at vizeu yaase lemachakelo, you see on on uh, kuf base here now. You see where we are? Second paragraph. Kuf base. You see the second paragraph on kuf base. Um, not really. See kuf base. Second paragraph. You see? Yeah. It says, what does it mean that mechakelam perish mechakel who inina tikva? Okay, so this is the idea of tikva, the idea of hope. Vehine tikva shayech al davar shelo nada. What does tikva mean? Tikva means something of hope, means that you're not sure if it's going to come, it's not going to come. Right? If you know for sure that something's going to come, that, that's something that you have to say is a vadai. That's not what we say tikva. That's not what we say we're hoping that this is going to happen. Right? Only something that we're not 100% clear that it is going to happen. It is going to happen. It's not going to happen. So on this we can say that we're hoping. That nevertheless, despite the fact that I don't know for sure, that I'm hoping that it's going to come, that it's going to happen. Uberuchnius in spiritual Hainu, meaning something that is completely separate, right, than where I am. This is the idea of tikva. Got it? So this is what it means. Come on, Right? This is the idea of this tikva, hoping for Hashem. We're hoping for something that we don't know. The main point here is that it's not mukrach. It doesn't have to be this way. Right? That's the idea. We're not sure how it's going to be. Because the way it looks right now, it doesn't, I don't see how it's possibly going to happen, but I'm hoping that it'll happen. Now, that's the first touch of Mechake. Second type, he adds here, Babitl, right? Next point is that he says what? The idea of that there's an idea of um, of Bitl. Hold on. We believe with a strength, and we believe, we hope that it's for sure going to come. This is the second part. Right? There's also the idea of the Bitl, the setting aside of the one who's hoping. That he's nullified to him. Okay, now, this is where we're kicking in. This is like the conclusion of this whole discussion. Where do we see this? We see this in the Maisa of the Mitzvahs Bapayil Mamish. Oh, so this is the point. This is this hidden thing that we are now drawing down. Number one, because we discuss in here also the difference between Ratzon and Tainug, somewhere in these last hundred pages or so. We're talking about a Ratzon and a Tainug Okay? 
This is something that is completely separate. It's not be'erech to me at all. Now we can understand by me setting myself aside, by doing mitzvahs, I'm somehow going to be able to draw down this rotzon ha'atzmi, this tainu ga'atzmi, dafka through doing the mitzvahs through kubalas ol That's basically the idea that we're getting to. Shehuin in anachas ha'atzmuso. That's the level of bechines bezeh zehu ayidei. Right, zehu inyan kabalas ol malchushamayim. That's what the Pasuk means. Yasel is what? That's the conclusion that we get to, that that's what we're waiting for, that's what we're doing, that through Kabbalah, doing the mitzvahs, mamish, that's how we're going to get it. Okay, now, if you skip now to the last little piece on, the, on Kuf Gimel, Right? This is the conclusion of this whole thing. What's the conclusion? Right? So he says like this, if you look at by the period, one, two, three, four lines down. Right? So he says, V'yesh lomar, demash, yam, targum, etc., etc. Go to the end of the line. Hua hefresh v'chines rotzen ha'atzmi v'chines oinig ha'atzmi. There is a difference between rotzen ha'atzmi and tainu ga'atzmi. Up until now we're saying, Ratzana Atzmi and Tainuga Atzmi are together. When I do Kabbalah Solmach Jemaim, I set myself aside, I do mitzvahs, I'm able to bring down these two things. So now he says there's a difference. Right? What does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, so we're now we're saying that the Ratzan is revealed. But the Tainug is still Behelem. Which will be revealed in the future. Right? Right? The Targum, Ari, etc., etc. That through the mitzvahs, we're able to draw down the Ratzon Ha'atzmi, which is now in a state of Gilui. So by doing Kabbalah's Omachushamayim, you're able to draw down the Ratzon Ha'atzmi in a way that it's Gilui. How? Torah mitzvahs. Now in this mitzvahs, I'm sorry. Right? Skip the Parashi. You're able to also draw down the Tainu Ga'atzmi. You're able to do this also now. However, right now, it's Behelem. The Tainu Ga'atzmi, which is this highest level, Right now is not possible to be revealed. You're able to draw it down, but you're not able to draw it down. Etc. Etc. Okay. Now, that is essentially the first discussion that we had. It's all about mitzvahs, right? Mitzvahs, kabbalas, all, etc. Now, Yossi Paltil explains very in this idea very uh, very important point. When you're talking about Torah, however, what you can't have is Kabbalah Sol. Why can't you have Kabbalah Sol in Torah, so to speak? Kabbalah Sol is the idea, essentially, of, if you look at it from face value, Kabbalah Sol is the idea of putting yourself aside. I think one way, the Eibishter thinks something else, I listen to the Eibishter. That's setting yourself aside. I have one feeling, 
I have one desire, I have one in issue, I have one this, doesn't matter what, I, I put myself aside. <coughs> I don't understand, right? It's all not about me. You look at the first mimer, uh, the mimer from uh, the Rebbe, of Margulab Puman de Rava, right? The famous mimer. He's explaining how could it be that Tachas Achachma is, uh, right? Tshuva Maisim Toivim, explaining this similar idea in the second paragraph over there. That the idea is what? The idea is Kabbalah all means ois me, going out of myself. It's not about me. Torah, no matter how you're going to slice it, is the opposite of that. Because Torah is all about. I have to understand it. It's my understanding, right? I may do it in a way of Kabbalah soul, like I don't really necessarily want to learn uh, X, Y, or Z, but it's, I still, it has to be, I have to understand X, Y, and Z. That's learning Torah. Learning Torah is about my understanding of it. So now what we're going to introduce is a, a whole new discussion that's going to go on for hundreds of pages, essentially. The new discussion that we're going to have here is going to be, up until now, we've been discussing Tainuga Atzmi, which is Behelem, when we draw down, which we draw down through mitzvahs. However, what we're going to change now and say is that there's an Indian of learning Taira that we're able to also to draw down even this Tainuga Atzmi in a way of Gilui. And this is going to be through Taira. So we're now shifting gears. Up until the last hundred pages or so is all about mitzvahs, basically. Getting, I mean, obviously we talk about Torah mitzvahs in general, but then we focus in on mitzvahs. And this Kabbalah soul, and that, that's what we're focusing on. Now we're going to shift gears and we're going to discuss, wait a minute, maybe there's a way through Torah to reach even this higher level, which is called the Tainuga Atzmi. Right, which is up until now behelim that we're going to get it. <laughs> excuse me, begilui. <coughs> That's a whole new idea. And in order to discuss that, right, that's going to be focused on a new translation of the word machake. Not that we're throwing out completely the last translations, but it's a new translation in terms of we're adding to it in terms of an idea of machake from the zayar, which is going to be in the second paragraph, which we're going to start tomorrow. <coughs> on Ayin Ches, which or Ayin Kuv Dalit, and Ayin Ches in the old in the old in the old books, right? Of what? Of this idea of Mechake meaning to wait or to sit on something, and that's going to be a whole new discussion, and we're going to get into uh, levels that through sitting on Taira and learning Taira, but in a way of being able to sit on it and reach back into the highest levels of the neshama, that we're able to also reach these highest levels. And that's basically where we're going from here. So you see, in other words, one of the beautiful things of a, of a hemshech is that, I mean, you can learn this mimer as it, as on its own, as we're going to do, right? But if you understand the context which it is, you know, which it sits in, it makes it that much more rich, much more deeper. And obviously then you can go from here and it continues going and it's going to discuss this for hundreds of pages, right? This idea. But at least this is the beginning of this concept, right? So we're making a big shift here from page, pages up to Kuv Gimel to now Kuv Dalit An that now the focus is going to be this idea of learning Torah. Got it? As opposed to mitzvahs. That's going to be the shift right here that's taking place. Okay, so what I'd like you guys to do is uh, spend the time now and also tonight uh, going through the mimer. Again, like I said, 
don't have to focus so much on the, the first uh, paragraph. Basically, as I told you, right, Avram Zakin is going to be discussing what we, the, they were talking about in that parasha and Chayisara. Uh, he is going to tie it in at the end, as I told you, that it ties it in, uh, generally speaking, at the end. Um, and then you have the synopsis, which you could see here. We could actually do it together. Lahavin Lahaktim. Uh, right, If you look at the one, two, three, four, five, six lines down of the first paragraph, yeah, you see it, Gabriel on Kuf Dalit. He says, Right, this is the key phrase that we're talking about. Right, all the way from page, right, all the way from the beginning of the uh, page, uh, whatever it was, Yud on the old one. <laughs> right, I'm so used to the old books. I mean, right, so Yudalit, Right, so he says like this, Tikva. Right, that's what he said. Machake is from the language of Tikvah to hope. Shizeu al davar hanivdal be'erich. This is on something that is completely separate, like we just said, right on the la- end of the last mimer. Vahainu bechinas rotsun v'tainu ka'atzmi. This is that what we're talking about. Rotsun v'tainu ka'atzmi. Tikvah yesh b'zeh bittel v'hanachas atzmusa. Right, that was the second point that we brought out. Right on page kuf base. Right, that it's not just Tikvah, but it also implies the idea of bittel. Said it in yourself, what does that mean? Which is the idea of doing the mitzvahs through setting yourself aside just to do the mitzvahs. And this it says, right, that it was made, right, in order for us to do this tikvah, this bittel, this doing the mitzvahs, that's how we're going to be able to get, receive the level of Elohim, which is the level of, right, the hiddenness of the etzim, we're calling, usually we call it atzimus of, of Hashem, right, We'll get into more particular details later on in this mimer, what we're talking about here. But that's what we've been saying up until now. Right? Which is the rotsun, the tainu ga'atzmi. We understood now from the end of the last mimer. The rotsun ha'atzmi is begilui. The tainu ga'atzmi is behelem. But they're both being drawn down. That's what we understood from the end of the last mimer. Shezehu bechinas Aden, which is the level of Aden, which we discussed on page Yudalid, right? Which is from the second mimer. Okay, that's the level that we talked about up until now. And then he says, now we're going to start something completely new, and we bring in the Zayar and uh, this discussion on Eov, and that's where we're going to start tomorrow. Okay, so <coughs> what I've essentially done for you today is I've set the stage for you to explain in the context of the Hemshech why and where we are holding and why it is that we're discussing this now. Then what we did is we discussed leading up to Right, this point in terms of the idea of the way we've been explaining this sentence, right? Up until now, and based on this new explanation that we're going to bring from the Zayar starting tomorrow, we're going to be able to see a whole new derech in this whole discussion of how we're able to reveal Elohim, which is the idea of Aden, which is the idea of the Ratzon Ha'atzmi and the Tainu Ga'atzmi in a way of Gilui. Got it? Okay. So uh, please spend time, uh, please spend time working on this. Amir Hashem, especially this this small next paragraph. Uh, basically, I explained to you the idea, and then getting into trying to understand uh, what it's talking about here with regards to you. Okay.